coming in and there was a guy with no pants running down I think it was Main Street coming in here. So that's about right. That would be right. I thought it was Jeff at first, but I didn't yeah. wasn't. Jeff was Jeff was <laughs> no, full I had of no clothes. shirt on. <laughs> Can you tell that we have a professional in the house tonight? Yeah, I know. Like, all right, we have to clear something up. Not just a quote unquote air quotes for those of you that can't see me right now, um, expert. Yes. <laughs> you can, you better not be talking about me, woman. But I'm talking about yes, an actual no real expert. Yeah, yeah, not somebody who you know goes. What we bring to into the studio Walmart off the street, buys ribs and puts some stuff on them and tacks them up to a tree. You know, real actual expert. <laughs> this works. Huh? I was kind of like I was liking where you were going with the ribs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's more that's more of what I am. That's Tiny good. Bigfoot. We've heard on Good yeah. Authority that. That Bigfoot, Bigfoot really likes ribs from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have that deer pee on it or yeah. something? Yeah, and deer urine. Deer urine. Yeah. yeah. And you put it out, and uh, the Bigfoots will I, show up. I, I don't know. I went to a place that uh, had a Bigfoot, and uh, some Bigfoot sightings down in the uh, Allegheny Reserve. And I did put out some uh, rather unusual scented uh, meats and that sort of thing, and uh, the only thing I heard all night were coyotes and all sorts of things fighting near where I was sleeping, and <laughs> you know what? I don't care. Bigfoot, don't care. You know what? You disappointed me. It was a date. <laughs> if you were a woman, I would have brought you flowers, but you're damn Bigfoot, so I brought you I brought you meat. Meat. You didn't come to see me. I don't care. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. We're broke up. You know what? That's it. That's enough of that. Yeah, Bigfoot is just so elusive. He is. He is. And you know what? You know, he thinks that he is so damn cool. Bigfoot thinks he's cool. Really. You know, because let's face it. You've got Finding Bigfoot, Mountain Monsters. Now it's going to be what? Killing, killing Big, yeah, killing Bigfoot. Kill What's going to... How can you kill something that nobody's ever taken a picture of? That's a good question. I feel like they have to find them before they kill them, too. Right? What I'm afraid of is what I'm afraid of is some dude running around in a ghillie suit, running around out like oh, like that guy yeah. that got killed. They yeah. ran out in the road yeah. and got got. Listen, if I saw listen, if I saw something that looked like Bigfoot run out and run out of me on the I ninety, I would going... swerve into it. I'm sorry. You know what? If it's Bigfoot, it. it's worth it because I know I'm going to get a new car out of this. <laughs> at least, at least, at least. So. You know, this stuff is it's just overrated. Bigfoot is overrated. You know, it's just... I go out in the woods. I've never stepped in Bigfoot poop. Never. Have you stepped in his footprint? I've never found his foot... I've got a bunch of casts at home, but I never never found his uh, a footprint. You have casts at home, too, don't you? Didn't you make them in your backyard? And... <laughs> well, I lived in North Carolina. Up. That was the big thing. <laughs> Bigfoot was the big thing. Bigfoot was, and I lived yeah. in a trailer park, and I was on the side of a mountain. Oh, that explains it, went into, it all. <laughs> it went into a valley. Wait a minute. And don't, Bigfoot, don't, 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 don't. You know what? 
I didn't know it at the time, but yes. <laughs> now Howdy. I totally get it. Howdy. You're the only one here that has all their teeth. And yeah. That's how it all began. <laughs> Once upon a age of nine. <laughs> Once upon a time, Jeff had all his teeth. Well, he still almost has most of them. I'll try. At least the front ones. I'm yeah. not going any deeper than that because we're not going to we're not going to find out. About that would them. be a really great way to start your parable that bull bio. Bull, bull, bio. Yeah. I used to live in a trailer on the side of a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, used to, I used to go on the Bigfoot. Bigfoot country. <laughs> it was Bigfoot country down there. Alive and well. I don't know. I don't know. I live near. I near. I live pretty close to the uh, combat zone in the city here. So, uh, you know what? I'm not sure if it's Bigfoot. My neighbors. Uh, I don't. I don't know what it is that comes rolling over the top of the fence every so often. They but, could be adapting. Oh, I, listen. If they're adapting, then uh, I think we're all in trouble because. Uh, there's a lot of half barrels getting cut, and there are a lot of barrels getting cut in half. And there's a lot of yep. there's a lot of barbecues on Sunday, Sunday <laughs> afternoons. So if Bigfoot is making barbecue. What the hell is Bigfoot barbecuing? What what, what is he barbecuing? Chupacabras. Wow. Really? You're going to throw your chupacabras to the My wind? Chupacabras. That's wow. What you're going like wow. That's well, not if, enough. If of I them. have to think about what would Bigfoot eat, I think that you know a chupacabra on a spit would probably be a, a good meal for him. Or a poodle. Or a squirrel. Yeah, or a poodle. Yeah. Oh, squirrels! Yeah, come on, squirrels. There's nothing there. I mean, you. Got, I gotta have four squirrels to eat four squirrels to feel like I had a meal. <laughs> All right, maybe an appetizer. <laughs> okay, we'll go with the appetizer. Chipmunks right. roasting on an open fire. Yeah. Absolutely. This is totally leading into our topic today. <laughs> is it? Or do we have a topic? Wait, what are we talking about? The, the topic today, if you are listening, is not Bigfoot. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's how we always start the show. It's always about a different foot. topic, and then we actually go into our topic. Yeah, our Bigfoot expert Sometimes. isn't here. So, oh, most of the true. time, no. now we're, like, got the audience hooked on Bigfoot, which was one of our highest rated shows, by the way. It was. And here we are, teasing them. So, how about we talk about the state of the paranormal? Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Doesn't it feel like you need to do that when you say that? Yes. Like, oh, no. Yeah. It's about to get Where real. Where is it? It's going to get deep. It won't get real. <laughs> we'll be and censored then, in a minute. And deep? <laughs> yes, it's going to get deep, and we're not talking about philosophical, metaphysical, or any or the above. just sit through it. We're sorry, Rob. We're going to have to go and clean your kitchen, <laughs> your kitchen floor now after this, uh, after this parabellum. You mean the studio? The it's studio. Nice. Well, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty portable that way. Yeah. That's so okay. it is officially an episode of Parababble. It is Parababble. Yes, and we've got Rob and Jeff and myself, Allison here. The you know what? The famous, the famous, <laughs> there it is. The, the the effervescent, the iridescent, the most wonderful people in the entire world. We are looking at people whom are above and beyond the call. We are talking about not just people who are just out there, just walking around, going. Paranormal is wonderful. Paranormal is wonderful. Paranormal is wonderful. No, these are people that are really just having fun with it, enjoying it, and getting out there and getting crazy. Oh, yeah. But we have the um, foremost, topmost, extraordinary, extraordinary, uh, possible, <laughs> wonderfulest, most intriguing wow. person. Are you, t- are you talking about Jeff? No. You've got to be talking man. about Jeff. Uh-uh. I'm talking about the Reverend Tim Shaw. Oh, come on now. No, 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 no. I am, oh, yes. I am, I am vastly underwhelming. Believe the. me. Vastly <laughs> underwhelming. So and you, some days I even smell underwhelming. When you see that name, the Reverend Tim Shaw, the, the, the. is always in italics. Yep. You know, like, <laughs> the, the. Yeah. Yeah. 
read and light up a little bit. But let's just talk about it. Ordained minister, psychic medium, paranormal investigator, author, lecturer, urban explorer. You forgot putz. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely forgot putz because that's what I am, a putz. <laughs> the list goes on and on. You are like the extraordinaire of extraordinary. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what I, I don't know what to say after that one. That's that's good. Well, that's it's really pretty deep. true. You're probably um I don't the know. Best, the best guest we've ever had on the show. That's pretty deep. Well, you got to aim higher. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. You guys got to definitely aim higher. <laughs> listen, I'm going to leave a five Listen, I'm going to leave a fiver underneath the chips here and use that to get somebody in here. You got to you got to pay somebody, you know no, what I mean? There's no top in this episode. <laughs> After this we're done. Yeah, we're, we're there's no, no more. <laughs> we're in a budget as you saw us. That's the fun of it, though. That is the fun of it. It's the fun or the embarrassment, whichever you know comes to mind first. Listen, it, it, listen <laughs> it all depends the way you look at it, the way you perceive reality, right? Sometimes you sometimes you're the head of the donkey and sometimes you're just an ass. So it all depends how you look at it. Most of the time I'm just the ass. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into talking about some of the, you know, recent things that are going on in the paranormal world. Bum, bum, bum. Right? Bum. I feel like we just have to keep doing that. Um I do, I have time. to yeah. I know. It's like very dramatic, the paranormal when you start talking about those things. Drama just follows. Serious. Well, Super serious. Drama. Wait a minute. Paradrama? What was that? That's someone tearing the duct tape off their butt. <laughs> oh, and the diamonds falling off. <laughs> <laughs> a little freer after that. Right? But Tim, before we get into all that, I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about the new project that you're working on. Because you always have a project. You're always doing something. I live in the project sometimes. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. the, the, have you the, investigated there? <laughs> actually, I have. I actually oh, have, yeah. You got serious. I just, yeah, I did. I, I just had, I just was down there a couple of days ago. Wow. Yeah, actually, that's, so you guys must be psychic because, yeah, that, yeah. It happens. Yeah, that was a, Once in a while. It's like throwing a dart. In the yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you know how it is in the paranormal world. <laughs> Throw a dart, you're going to hit a ghost somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Oh, okay. totally took you off the top. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. sorry. Curiosity. This is okay. how we do things here. Um, so you're, you're doing Curiosity, yes, which is a show about all things that people are curious about. Exactly, exactly. You know what? Everybody does paranormal investigating. Because why? Everybody thinks that some production company is going to stumble upon your YouTube video... <laughs> Oh, and you're gonna go. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry to break. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. But you know what? You know what? Here's here's the bottom line. Yes, they do look at it, but boy, they don't waste. They don't waste a lot of time on them. Nah. But everybody's doing it. I mean, everybody's out there doing it. And I I just thought to myself, this is this. You know what? The paranormal gig is cool. But I I think people are cooler. I I fly not to be serious, super serious, but I like to know what's going on behind everybody's. You know what everybody's doing, why they do stuff. I mean, I've met some really avant-garde people, and that's to me, is probably the most fascinating people around there. You know, I mean, yeah, paranormal people are okay, but it's like, we chase ghosts, end of story. Well, what the hell? You know I mean? Yeah. That, that's all you do? Yeah. I mean, that's it? I mean, tell me more. It's like going to, it's like going to your high school reunion and saying, what are you doing? What have you done? 30 years, what have you done? 
and they can't answer you, and all they can say is, you remember that time we were we were smoking weed down over at the football field? Oh, wasn't that great? That was 30 years ago, dude. We both had hair. We don't have hair anymore. Neither one of us smoke weed anymore. You're lucky you have teeth. Come on, give me a break here. No, but I, I, I think it's fascinating. The people, people are fascinating me. I mean, the people down at like Trundle Manor, I don't know if you guys have caught that in season one. Uh, they are rockabilly meets the Adams family, and they live this life. They truly do. And they're big into taxidermy and all this crazy stuff. And when their house is like on the corner of like a street, you know, you know, it's just like in the middle of a block. And it's on a hill because in Pittsburgh, everything is on a hill. Mm-hmm. But there's, <laughs> we pull up. We're starting to unload the uh, uh, the equipment. I look over and there's a spaceship that's like crashed in front of the house. And then you walk up there and like there's boards on the house and there's a coffin that's made into a, a, a like like a chair. And when you go into it, it's amazing because it's just wall to wall display cases. And they, I mean, wow. I mean, yeah, the place is overwhelming. It's really cool, but why? And that's what I love. I get a chance to go and I get into their psyche. You yeah, know? it's like the personal story. Yeah, and that's what's so cool about it. You know yeah. why? You know, and that—that's what—that's what I strive for. Yeah, I, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do a little filler here and there with paranormal, and because uh, a lot of people, we just did a uh, we just did a thing on uh, spirit boxes today. But that's something that kind of intrigues me because you know, to me, they were just nosebleeders. You know, I mean, you turn them on, I get a headache within five minutes. But. Uh, it was just interesting because it's sort of interesting the way they're put together and what they do now. But uh, I really, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking towards uh, uh, going out there and really finding some crazy people. I I want crazy people. I love crazy people. The I mean, crazier the better. But but isn't it great to go well, yeah. out there? Yeah, because that's what's most intriguing. But the other you thing is, is that you know what, you know what really. Can I say pissed off on the show? You can say a lot of things on this show. Oh, we're allowed we up have, to five censors. No, listen, sensors. we have no restrictions. We oh. have the little explicit symbol on oh. ice. Oh, okay. So, so we, we won't. Say. But I won't. You I have to listen. I won't f bomb you guys. But uh, like like I do in church. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I mean, you get pissed off all you know where because people like look at and I and I mean I'm going to put myself right out there because I'm not exactly like your normal person that. Uh, you know that, that you see walking down your street some days. You know, it's like I'm the I'm the normal I'm the almost normal person that like you see walking down the street. But yet, like I'll be dragging an axe, a bloody axe, behind me just because I can. You know, and uh, I mean, you want to be able to go and show people that these people who live this crazy lifestyle, who have different collections, who love to do different things. Well, they're just people too. And that's what's so cool about it, because you get a chance to get in there mm-hmm. and show their humanity. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, I'm, we're being serious, serious on it, and that's what I want, you know. Uh, yeah, we can do a little this and that here and there, you know, to, to fill a spot or whatever. But uh, I'm, I'm heading down to uh, uh, Erie. We got, uh, uh, we're planning an interview with Erie Eric, the tap guy, and he's a great artist. And the guy has had arthritis his whole life i mean he's amazing uh we had a we had a postpone because he just had a hip plank uh hip oh, wow. replacement you know and uh i mean look at this guy i mean here's a guy that they said that you couldn't draw you can't do this you can't do that and here he is doing it and i mean he's really i love what he does and i and, and 
I, I love that whole idea of just like showing people that, you know, everybody's a human being. You know, it doesn't matter what they're doing. You is know, this stuff that you reach out to research or are people coming and approaching you both. or you getting... yeah, both. Because uh, some this... of the topics are like, okay, that's that's left field. So, are they searching this out or are they pulling pulling it back around? And yeah, they say, yeah. hey, you know what? I, I watched your show. I think this is. I get a lot. I get a lot of people, a lot of requests. You know, I get a lot. Well. I have a rather strange and unusual fan base, and uh, some of the. And by the way, uh, I want to thank the uh, uh, Oak Oakey High School for sending me your autographed eight by ten glossies, all wearing just jock straps. Thank you very much because that just like is so. It just it just meant so much to me that uh, you watch the show and you would do that. But I wish we got fan mail like that, right? <laughs> but. You know what I mean? People do. People sometimes. Sometimes it's like uh, people trying to go and get. They want free advertising, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't want to do free advertising. I want to be able to go and show the people behind it. I want to. You know, I mean, we do. We went out to Rolling Hills and uh, uh, interviewed the owner out there. Not. I don't care about Rolling Hills. You know what I mean? I. I mean, I love urban exploration. I do. I absolutely love it. I think it's one of the greatest things out there. We can have fun with it, but. The ghost part, you know what? Any place you go is haunted. You look hard enough, you're going to find something, whether you brought it in or it's already there. So to me, it's boring. I've done that for, who know, I can't even just, let's see, since I had hair. and that's So like, this is a natural progression. This is the natural progression. It. You just do it to just maybe keep in touch and base with what's going on with the paranormal. Well, that's I think, what you've known your whole life. Well, I've done it so much. But on the other hand, I mean, I, I want to expand it. I, I'm so tired of just... Going out there, it's so you know it's disheartening now because of, I was brought up without the meters and the gizmos and all that. I was right. done all the old school stuff, and now it's like nobody even thinks about the old school stuff at all. I bring a Ouija board out, and people are like, "Running! Oh my god! <laughs> evil! Evil! <laughs> er, er, er. Somebody pulls the fire alarm. People running for the door. You know, I was I was down in Pennsylvania. I was at a, a little con down there, and uh, so I, I brought my collection. Yep. You know, I got I got seven. I, well, I've got seventeen boards, but I've got seven really good old boards I love, and uh, I brought them out. You know, had them on display, and I don't know how many people came up and said, "You're a better man than me," or whatever. You know, it's like I'd never have that stuff in my house, dude, dude. In my guest room, the boards are in a cabinet next to the bed. <laughs> the haunted objects that I've taken out of houses are under the bed. And there is a Ouija nice. board on the on, on the wall. You know, it's 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 there's like such a, there's still such a big stigma about that. Yeah, well, we we did the show just about Ouija boards. It was really interesting because we had come across a lot of old ads, like you know, and even now the pink Barbie yeah, board. It was, yeah. You know? yeah. Did you see the sex board yet? No. There's a drinking Ouija board and a sex Ouija board. Yeah, I I, I tried to talk my wife into getting the sex Ouija yeah, board, and guess what? It was like this. She goes. Your next life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's an interesting topic because people that don't know any better just know what they see on TV, just know what they see in movies. Exactly. And I think yeah. that has a lot of bearing on even the way the paranormal looks today. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. There is nothing out there. You know what? I just had this conversation today and I wrote a rather scathing little blog on my, I loved it. <laughs> it's a lot of people. A lot of people were a little offended. I, I, I could tell, great. but I mean, I'm so tired of clones. 
So tired of clones. I mean, even when I first, when I was teaching and I was out there, all of a sudden the people are dressing the same as me. They're doing the, you know, tablescapes are the same as me. This is the same as me. And that's just being a clone. There's no originality. Paranormal is the same thing. Look, I have this device that was made by X, Y, and Z. You know what? This is a thousand dollars. I'm going to eat cat food for a year so I can order this. It's pretty lights. <laughs> pretty lights. You're right. Oh yeah. But seriously, that's what people do, and uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's it, people don't realize that you don't have to do any of this stuff. What they are is they just they they see it on TV and they think that's the end all. They think that that you have to have that. It it becomes you, you start lacking creativity in your in your investigations, in your approach to the way you think about investigations and the way you react to whatever's going on in a location. You la- you lack that creativity. Because why? The person on TV did this. So I'm going to do this. i got news for you guys. I don't know how many times I pooped my pants in some of these places when something when something flew off a wall. Or, or I don't know how many times I got scratched and pushed in these locations. And it's like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going home. No, I'm going to stay. You know why? Because I'm super paranormal investigator, dun 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 dun, dun, dun. and I got the hat for it. But you know, you got to be creative, and you got to you got to use your common sense, and you got to know when to say enough, and you got to and, and but and you know, the other thing is is remember one thing is like whenever you see stuff on TV, that's a few days work. Well, yeah, we always people yeah, people don't get that. that. It's you just go out one night, you're expecting what you yeah, see on TV. It's a, it's yeah. totally it's totally when you watch this stuff. First of all, people don't realize it's entertainment. It's a product that that goes and uh, it kowtows basically to the sponsors because mm-hmm. the sponsors want to spend want a certain demographic to spend their cash. So you know they do bend things a little bit to their will, and people don't realize that. People don't realize that that's not the real world. People don't realize that uh, you got to go and. You, it's the, the Hollywood suspe- feel. Yeah, the suspension it's like these of reality. People have of going to Hollywood. I'm going to make it, and this is Hollywood. You get there, it's like no different from any other city. Yeah, it's the same. And and let, thing. and let me tell you something. I've done two two full uh, uh, pilots along with sizzle reels and stuff. But I did two full pilots. One actually made it on TV. 3 a.m. Wednesday. Hey, that's a great time. <laughs> yeah, listen, that's I, I <laughs> got on the week. People are hey, still up. Hey, I don't care. I got paid. <laughs> I got a check. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I got a check for it. But, you know, I mean, it's... I learned a lot. And I learned a lot how, how the business is. And being, you know, uh, exposed and, and knowing so many people that are on uh, the opposite side of the table, uh, lecturers and stuff, I got, I, I got a good handle on, on the way things are done. And I know what I can do. And I know what I shouldn't do and I know what I you know how to make myself marketable for that and I know when I, not to do it do we think sitting here at this table do we think and may I say you guys there's, I'm across from you ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and children of all ages may I tell you that they are the most beautiful people I've ever seen here I would say this is, you know what I, I have to wear sunglasses I have to put sunglasses on because the beauty the handsome they're just oh my god this, this is me pulling my told. wallet out right now to uh, <laughs> wait a minute payouts <laughs> <laughs> and those are the moths that are coming out of his exactly. wallet. <laughs> yeah, because he just bought that brand new recorder that cost him a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Zach Bagans has one. Hey, no names, no oh. names. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I get good. But anyway, 
But sitting here, do you think that the paranormal in general, take outside the groups, okay? Because um, there's a million of them doing it. I know we sometimes feel in our area that it's completely dead and there's nothing happening. But oversaturated is what I feel. It's oversaturated, but if you look out there, there are a million groups, quote-unquote, doing the thing and it's everywhere. But my question is, do you think um, the investigation and what we're trying to accomplish and learn has peaked and it's just going to stay right there? We're not ever going to get any further. There's not going to be that breakthrough that everybody's looking for. Uh, you know what? I, I I thought that we would get a breakthrough and I thought I would see it in my lifetime. And now, uh, the more that, uh, the longer I've been in this, and I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, went, I went to my first Children's Lyceum, which is like Sunday, Spiritualist Sunday School, probably mm-hmm. in, oh my God, I don't even want to tell you guys, but it's like 19... Maybe 69, 1970, somewhere around there. And because uh, I, I wasn't even in eighth grade. And I really thought that with everything going on, I thought it was going to be, oh my God, we got this whole new way of thinking. We got this. And then all of a sudden, boom, Ghost Hunters comes on the, on the air and there's all this great stuff and all this tech stuff. And I'm going, this is amazing. And now it's just like status quo every day. I don't think so. I really don't. I don't think that we're going to uh, we're going to see that I breakthrough. Thought for the longest time, and this is probably within the last year, I've been rethinking the whole idea behind it. That I was thinking there is going to be a breakthrough at some point. This veil is going to get so thin. There's, you know, there's people dying left and every, like you said earlier. You can go anywhere, any place that's haunted. Exactly. If you, if you put your intention and get it all going, but. Now I sit back and I say, and watch everybody post all these different things. And like you said, it's status quo. I don't think we're going to get that breakthrough. I don't think it's meant to be there. Well, see, I call this the curse of the black shirts. So. (laughs) You guys. Wait a minute. That's what this has become. Holy cow. I I better. (laughs) Wow, I'm wearing a black shirt now. I'm in trouble. I say that with love because we all have our black shirts with our our names on it. And some of us have more than one. Yes. (laughs) What night it is and who we're with, it's a different shirt, too. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how true that is. But I think when we look at this, it's. There's not a lot of room for growth and discovery because everybody's thinking that this is the way you have to do things. And if you don't do it this way, then you're, you're not doing it right. But in any field, don't you see that somewhere in, along the way, there's always going to be that one pioneer that flips well, the switch but and goes, we got to the next level. This is the curse of the black shirt, is that there aren't any true entrepreneurs, any true you know, inventors that are out there. Oh, no, I, just... I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that, Al. Because I do believe that there are a handful, of, more than a handful of people. I don't want to go and just. But stereotype. they don't have the curse of the black shirt. No, they're a, they're a separate separate group of people. But that but that's the whole thing. I think that uh, you know what I prize individuality and, and creativity in my life, and I and I I prize it in other people. And I really think that you know if you sit down, you can be creative. You can even if even if you go and you start repeating experiments. That were done, you know, like like James and some of those other people. Right. And we talked about Hans Holder out there. Uh, I mean, if you start going and repeating these uh, experiments, maybe you might find something a little bit different. You might be able to adapt what you're what you're using to these experiments, these demonstrations, to catch something, to do something. And what the problem is is now everybody's like, now I don't know if you guys remember that far back, but I remember 
the big thing was, of course, was the tape recorder. That was the big thing. And of course, everybody was running around with those heat, those heat guns. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you're, I still have one. You, you're, oh, your <laughs> ass is ninety-eight point six. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody's got to go and have pointed at somebody's ass once in a while. But I mean, that was it. I mean, that was the big. That was the cat's ass. And then all of a sudden, the K twos came on board. The thing that you measure radiation coming out of your microwave. And that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. And that was, and I mean, it goes on and on and on. Well, here, here's the bottom line on all that. Yeah, it's okay to, to try to figure it out. And I mean, anything you use can be a tool for spirit communication. I mean, you really can use anything. I mean, I, I have, if I wanted to gaze into this, into the, uh, into this uh, uh, salsa dip here, I could scry into it and look, look beyond it. Anything you use, you can do for communication. But... The problem is, is people are coming into into everything without any. They're empty shells, is what they are, and I, and and that's a and that's a shame. They're just empty shells. There's no spirituality. There's nothing. There's they're just empty. They haven't I learned mean, their history. Either. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I mean, I've worked with you guys in the past, so I'm not going to pat you guys on the back. But I've worked with some really good people like yourselves who actually do the research. Who do to actually will sit down and say. Okay, this is what A, B, and C we're going to accomplish. Okay, this is the research behind it. This is each one of you guys has some kind of a spirituality, you know, not religious because religion is created by man, you know, and man screws up everything. But I mean, a, a, a deep set spirituality that at least you have something to fall back on. You have something to make sense out of it. There's so many people out there going, ha ha ha! Look at that! Bing, 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 bing. I just got all the lights to light up. Well, you know what, pal? You get a little bit closer to that electrical box. You're gonna get. They're gonna stay all all day long. Well, and, yeah, you know, you're exactly right because you get these pockets of people that are doing it for the right reasons that truly care about what they're doing that want you know to have that breakthrough that that want the the proof the evidence you know that's the whole reason why you do it. But I think a large majority of people that are out there doing this. Use the equipment that they do because that's what they see on TV. Exactly. They dress the way that they do because that's what they see on TV. They go to the places that they so go TV's to because that's what they what, see on what TV. What is going on in the field? Basically, somewhat. yeah. I talked to. We were, I was talking with Keith Age the other day, and uh, he was. He's a pioneer. That guy's a real pioneer. That Keith had goes back to when Waverly was just ready to fall apart. I mean, that guy has done some really amazing stuff. And he said to me, he says, you know, he says. We're on the downside. He says, we're on the downside. He says, I think, you know, in, in the vernacular that I use, we've jumped a shark. I mean, see, take some of the take some of the shows that are on there now. I thought some of the shows before were silly. These shows that are coming out right now without mentioning any names are pretty bad. You know, they're really they're really bad and they're more entertainment based than they are, you know, investigative based. And I've got some good friends. I mean, the Kling brothers from Ghost Lab are still good friends of mine. And they launched something trying to, you know, they had interest and they weren't greenlit. And you know what? I saw that, I saw the pilot that they made and it was very science based. It was extreme, it was even more science based than they had before. And they were doing experiments and stuff. Well, you know what? The public doesn't want that because the public wants to be entertained. They want to sit in their little jammies with their, with their little boot, their little skull booties. And they want to be eating their little cook their their Girl Scout cookies and drinking their tea, or in my case, Girl Scout Thin Mitts with beer. 
and they, you, they want to be entertained. Yeah, you're right. They, they want dude run. And the, 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 <laughs> Rob, I knew it. I knew it, Rob. I knew it. it it's, it's Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty jammies. I've seen, listen, I've seen you parade back and forth in front of that window. But, you know, uh, people are pablum fed. People are pablum fed. And that goes for everything. I mean, I'm not even just, let's not right. even go into politics and sociological stuff and, and the mores of, of, of society as it is, you know, right now, people are patent fed because they don't want to think. They don't want to think. And that's a shame because I always say to people, listen, if you hate me, that's fine. I got you to think. Guess who won? Me. Right. Because I got you to think. And people don't like that. People want to be loved. They want to be coddled. And they don't want to have to go and stretch. Yeah, they want instant gratification. They want to walk into a place and see a ghost. And, yeah. And if that doesn't happen in the first hour that they're there, it's like, yawn, yawn, pack it up, they're you know, yeah. on board. I don't know. I used uh, Rob's bathroom here, and there was something <laughs> There was something floating uh, in there. And I'm not sure, but I'm not quite sure it was a ghost. We'll discuss this after the show, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> there is something in the Paramount <laughs> studio, but... <laughs> yeah. But we've had this... this point in discussion before like and when ghost hunters really came out what 2006 no, they've been on like that. 11 years yeah, yeah. five when they came out their first couple episodes and pilots were like oh there's nothing going on but they were awesome yeah but <laughs> was like, like you said though right it's not entertainment you're watching you're sitting there waiting and watching people will turn away from that well that's it and that's it. and again i mean i've done I, you know i mean i still do public hunts but, how many of these public hunts sometimes are rigged? I'm going to come right out and say I've been to a couple that have been rigged. Uh, you know, and if, they, if the public hunts are rigged, can you imagine what they do on TV? Oh, they're all... They're I truly yeah. <laughs> yeah. I everything out there. You know what, when I was... I did... When I, when I, the, the first pilot I did, that was like eye-opening. Totally eye-opening. Because it was like... Uh, well, it's 3 a.m., and he's going to stay in the casemate all alone. Dude, it's 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock. And there's 18 camera people around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we, we set up DVRs, and then nothing happened. I mean, we were watching the, the, the screens, you know, until I think we, we shut down around midnight, 1 o'clock. And then when, we, then when I watched the show, he... Here's something. He gets pushed or whatever. He's climbing through this. He's 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 going through these pathways. He's like a it's like a crazed man. That didn't happen on my watch. When did that happen? Oh, you guys shot another time. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, and if and if you're a little tech savvy, if you're looking at the IR, you can tell the difference in the IRB. Yep. You can tell the difference in in the filming. And this is this is what's so sad to me because. Paranormal. There's so much out there that that's real, but it's not entertaining. How, when was the last time you saw a séance on TV? What's that? Exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I remember a show that they, the guy used to do a séance. I won't say his name because he's a really great guy, but he's a good medium. It didn't translate well for TV. It looked... When you're at a seance and somebody is like getting, you know, going under and there's stuff going on. There's shadows in the room and the temperature drops. 
Yeah, that's that's some crazy stuff. That's three dimensional. You're like, holy, wow, look you're at this. You're right. Yeah, here. you're in it. But when you're sitting there in when uh, let me let me clarify that when Rob's sitting there in his <laughs> Hello Kitty jammies. Yeah, as I do. You've seen his hotel uh, work. <laughs> I don't even want that honor. I, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's just so long as I don't hear about assless chaps, okay? But let's let's face it. I mean, people are going to sit there and say this is fake, this is phony, because you can turn on a, any horror movie and get more of a three dimensional feel than you are at something that's actually going on right. on TV, and that's why they fail. That's why even like a lot of times producers will say, well, you, you do seance. You were trained in it. You know, come on. Do it. I said, no, I'm not going to do it because it looks like crap on TV. It looks like absolute crap. And then you got all, then everybody's, you know, of course, everybody's out there going, well, that's fake. He's fake. It's a, no, you know, it just, it doesn't translate well. So, I mean, there's so much that you could do though. I don't see anybody ever exploring the whole world of dowsing. Oh, I know why. Because you get to go out in the field with two rods and look for something. <laughs> but there's more than that. You take pendulums, you can go and let's say you're looking for an energy source in a house. Take a pendulum, yep. house dows. You know what I mean? Map dows it. Look for that energy. I don't know how many times we've looked for negative ley lines and spotted them. I don't know how many times we've looked for, for burials. Lost cemeteries, we found them. But no, that doesn't, you know, I mean... Well, that's work, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Dun, 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 dun. Wait a minute. Most okay. people don't want to work. Oh, hold on, hold on. i got to sit here and, and, and listen to my EVPs. <laughs> Rob is the greatest person in the world. Rob is the greatest person in the world. Rob is the greatest person in the world. Now, that's an EVP and a half. I think it was probably fake. It's class A. <laughs> Rob is class A. Make sure we use that for our next show, all right? <laughs> it's hard, though, because I do think that the longer you do this, and I mean, collectively at the table, we, we have a lot of years of experience, you know, with the field in general. And I think that the longer you do it, at least for me, it gets harder and harder to justify why you continue to do it. Well, here's the, here's the thing. People come up to me and go, well, you know, you know, you do all this cool stuff. Listen, a ghost has got to come out, slap me in the face, knock me down, and probably pee on my leg before I'm really impressed. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie because of the fact right. that, I mean, I've seen some crazy shit. Right. But on the other hand, I mean, 99.9% .9 of it isn't. It's sitting in the dark talking to yourself. That's exactly what it is. And again, there's so many different things that you can do. Besides, that can be a great alternative. That can, I, the best, One of the best EVPs I ever got is we were sitting there with low light, and we were uh, uh, we were working we were doing the Ouija board and we we're working on it and yeah, the Ouija board wasn't really cooperating you know because you get good days and bad days and I got one board that won't even work with me anymore you know I think it, I think I hurt its feelings I don't know but uh, it's a Barbie board wasn't it it's it's you know it just doesn't want to work with me you know but uh, we recorded the session and what was neat is we uh, we we did it. In a way that we didn't just use a, a recorder, we set up. I set up a condenser mic and I set up a dynamic mic, ran it through a mixer and put it into my laptop. You know, and I'm listening back, and I hear that I hear whatever I forget what we were talking about, and I hear it say, "They get it, or it gets it, or something," but it was like really loud. So now we're doing. We're not just sitting there going. Is there anybody here? Crickets, crickets, crickets. 
are you dead? Well, what the hell are you talking to? The guy's dead. Of course he's dead. You know? Wait till I die and come back. You guys are going to be asking me stupid questions like that. You're going to get head slapped. Yeah. How did you die? I'm waiting for the EVP that's like, you killed me with boredom. <laughs> really? You know? like, but, no, but, you, but you got to go and you got to you got to spice it up. It's it's like a marriage. You got to spice it up. You got to keep it active. You got to, you know, you, there, there are some things when you're doing a negative investigation, okay, that's serious stuff, man. That you go in there, you, you know, that's some serious stuff. But when you're just doing a location investigation for the hell of it, or you're 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 doing, you know, you're just working with something, you know, you gotta make it invent you gotta make it creative. And I think it's uh, so many groups. The other thing that I have a problem with is so many groups they become so stagnant that they become social clubs. And the social clubs are worse than anything I've ever seen, any clique I've ever seen, because all of a sudden now the group, even though the group really doesn't even investigate anymore, they all go out and hang out all the time. Or they're associated with like haunted locations, and they go to that same location all the time, but they don't even investigate. They just sit there and they just they, go to go. Yeah, and they, they gossip and whatever, and, and that's it. And that's that's terrible, because then you lose the whole idea of why you even got involved with it. It becomes so stale. And it's up to us to actually go and and do the research and and think of different things to make it creative and not stale. Because you know what you know I always tell people at the end of when I whenever I teach, you know, ghost hunting one oh one, if 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 you're gonna let this thing just become stale and you're just gonna do the same thing, go collect stamps. It's cheaper in the long run, you know, you can have fun, you know, the, the Fun with stamps. You never know. But yeah, really. I mean, seriously. I mean, do something like that. Go bowling. Get some exercise. Go for a walk in the woods. But look for Bigfoot. But the thing of it is, is don't don't let it become stale. And it's up to us. It's sort of a responsibility to all of us to, to keep it going. But I think we're some, sometimes we're limited, too, in how far we can go with our advancement. You're only limited... To your own expectations. So I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'm I knew sorry, Jeff. I threw it out there. I was like, yeah, he's going to come back at it. <laughs> sorry, that's Jeff. A, no, that's okay. But you're right. But you're right. A lot of these groups, like it falls back to watching TV or how you learned it, or someone from a, another group comes into your group and they teach you a new trick to it. <clears throat> you become limited to it. Like you can only take a pen and paper and do so much with it when you're ghost hunting. There's unless you're doing automatic writing. Right, but, <laughs> but you have you to gonna, be exposed and learn how to do it. Right, and also, where are you going to find? You don't see a lot of people trying to expand on any of that, you know. And that kind of led to us trying that experiment at that theater, where we were actually talking about something that kicked into. Yeah, here's an idea. We haven't done this because we were going through that whole process of anyone around, what's going on? Okay, same kind of static stuff. So we're trying to change little things in there just whether it be just to occupy ourselves to keep it that way because it like you said there's a little bit of that social club that does go on we'll gather up for a half an hour and just bullshit in the middle of the investigation kind of like get away from why we're there but i think that there's a lot to be said about what we did because if other people had seen us seen us do that they probably would have been like these guys are crazy what the heck is going on so basically we were at a theater we were doing an investigation there supposedly is this woman in red that comes and sits at a certain spot in the theater. She abruptly gets up, seems Several flustered. Several people have seen her there. And walks out the door. So what we did was to try to get some kind of something going. We all lined up in a row. 
and we took turns one at a time coming down that aisle, sitting in that chair and just sitting until we felt like it was time to get up and then turn and walk towards and the And we kind of walked out like a... <sighs> so we did this in a rotation of three times. Every single one of us in the group did this. And it didn't amp up the activity. You know, we didn't necessarily get anything crazy to happen. But each one of us, I think, felt at least something from doing that. Like, it was almost like you were there but not there, you know? But this is, this is what's cool about it. Because everything doesn't have to be recorded or captured. You know, the personal, you know, I think a lot of times these TV shows, they kind of poo-poo personal experiences. They really do, when you think about mm -hmm. it. Because why it's not hardcore evidence. Because, you know, it's like, I'm Satan. Hear me roar. No, it's not. You know, I mean, you don't get that. But the personal experiences sometimes are far more important. And intrinsically, you learn more from doing it. And... Again, it's creative. It's something that you did. You know, it doesn't matter if something works or not. That's the fun of experimentation. It doesn't matter. Think of think something out and just try it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't work, yeah. who cares? Well, it was great that night. It broke up the monotony. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Okay, we're going to break up in this group. Yeah. You go over there, you go over here, yeah. we'll switch it 20 minutes. And I think, yeah. again, like when you've done it for a long time, you have to keep pushing and I think it's hard sometimes because you know you're always going to have people that kind of fall into two categories the people that don't really want to you know take a step forward and just want the status quo and, and they're good where they're at and then you have other people that really want to move forward really want to push but you get burnt out if you're always the person doing that so oh yeah you do hard. get burned out so you have to that's why you you'll see me disappear outside of you know when I was on the radio and that you'd see me you wouldn't see me do anything. And there's a reason for it. Because of the fact that you have... I always had to go and I always had to just recoup. I just got... I had to have to recharge. Because sometimes... You know... I told you that the, the very worst case I was ever on. I went on there. I, I'll tell everybody again. The, the very worst case I ever went on was... Uh, supposedly the woman gets possessed. Her eyes turn black. Blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the night, I look around and I see all these little things like the house isn't decorated, you know, and I finally ask him about, you know, some certain things about the house. And he goes, well, I never wanted to live here. My brother bought this house and, and you know, he, I, we got a lot, I, I want to break this lease. So you want me to come in and break the lease by telling you that it's haunted. You know what? I was so disgusted, disgusted by it. That I just I did pro I probably didn't uh, I probably didn't uh, work outside of like a consult or or like really small individual thing for probably a year because it just disgusted me it it really did and yeah it, you know I mean I come back now and I have fun because I just I I love coming in I, I got you know I've got I've got all the toys why because. Yes, you can send any of the things you develop to Sean Thomas Productions. And I will check them out. <laughs> yes, I love freebies, by the way. But I, I mean, I've got, I've got, I, you know, I sold all my stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I sold all my stuff. I just had the world's oldest K2 meter <laughs> and my old the and my, vest. I saw like the vest was up there for oh, the, sale, all the, the yep. laser grids, you yep. know, all the yep. stuff that we, we thought was like the coolest thing. Yeah, I sold, I sold it all. Yeah. I sold it. I sold the millimeter, everything. 
And now I have a backpack full of stuff that people have sent me. <laughs> Thank nice. you. And I bought a couple nice. things. But, uh, you know, I mean, but I also love the fact that I go in with Ouija boards and we go in with pendulums. And and a lot of times we're, we're trying to go and, and, and push ourselves. I got to tell you, I went up to the Lewiston Library, Lewiston, New York Library. They're having, a, I, I wanted to help. They're really great people. They're like you guys, really nice people down the earth. And, you know, they're not in competition with anybody. They just are. And that's what I like. I like people that just are. So we went up there, and there, there's been some activity up there. And I've heard some of the EVPs and stuff. And there's some stuff in there I can understand why it might get attracted to. But it's a new building and stuff. We're sitting in the, the children's area. And I got one of those EDI research devices, you know. I got to tell you what, I love that. I really do. I, I love it because it's just... I just, it just it works for me. That's it works for me. So I got it sitting up on a on a bookshelf, and we're kind of talking, you know. And all of a sudden, beep, 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 and the lights are going on, and all that all that stuff, you know, mm. you know, all the circus act is going on. I was waiting for. Here come the clowns. <laughs> there ought to be clowns. But you know, I mean, I went up there, and I mean, I don't know if anybody else would have really. I, you know, I'm not I'm not blowing my own horn here, but I mean, I don't know if anybody else would have felt it. I walked up there and I just felt this field, this energy. And I put my hand out close to it and I put my hand into something. It really was weird. It, it's, and I felt that before, like at, at the, the church I used to serve and, and sometimes in places that ectoplasmic, ectoplasmic manifestations are at. So all of a sudden I said, everybody, quick, get up here. And everybody came up and put their hand into it and they all felt it. I don't know what the hell it was. Might have been some thick gas that somebody let go. I don't know. <laughs> But it was but something, it was <laughs> but everybody felt it, and it was a direct correlation with something new. And, you know, I mean, that is like using old school, new school. New school, uh, you know, kind of uh, told me about it, and old school was like, you know what, I'm just going to see what this is, and I feel something, I'm going to put my hand through it and see what goes on. And I love that, and that's what's so cool about being able to do that. And, you know what I mean, I we, we worked the Ouija board that night, uh, we were doing... Uh, you know, all different little kinds of experiments. You know, just not the normal stuff. And we did the normal stuff, too, along right, with it. Right, But not just all of the normal stuff you see on TV. We kind of pushed it a little bit. And it was it was fun. I loved it. I didn't want to see the end, you know, the night end. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I said, I'm ready to go right till 5. And everybody's going, what are you, nuts? We're going for coffee. You can come with us. Otherwise, go home. But that was a lot of fun because of the fact that it was it was creative. But to sit there and, like, you go to some of these, you, you go to some of the stuff and it's like, oh dear Lord, please let me go home or kill me now. I know, I just can't sit through another EVP session with the same five questions. Yeah. I, I don't want to look at a K2 meter anymore. I'm just kind of at a point where I want to walk into a place and I don't want any equipment. I don't even want to use anything anymore. I just want to see how I feel. I just want to see but, how it is. But that's what we've kind of started, well, some yeah. of us in, our, in the group have started to do that where, you know, we've discussed about stripping it right down and just, what do you mean? People don't use their body as a no, tool. No, and it's an antenna. What do you think? You know, everybody's like with dowsing. Oh my God, the spirits are moving. No, they're not. You're moving the damn thing. You know, you're you're you know, doing. You're moving. You're moving it. It's 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 pulsating through you. The Ouija board. What do you think? What do you think? Spirits are on your hands going. Oh, if you look at the old right. spiritualist text, there's like a like there's a spirit underneath the table jacking it up so that the <laughs> table's moving. No, 
No, it's not. There, Come on now. Oh, well, there goes my there goes my card. <laughs> I've done the spiritualist movement. I'm, I'm, that's it. There goes another church. <laughs> I, I better start thinking about starting my own. <laughs> the church of the lost shoe. That's where I'm going to be. Because <laughs> I've been booted out too many times. <laughs> We've walked into rooms with nothing. And I've walked in a room and just led slightly ahead of you, or you've done it, and without saying a word, nothing on us. You know, the, there was one place we went to, uh, I don't know where it was, I don't, we walked into a room and I stopped, and you automatically go, you know, you feel it too. And you were, and I'm like, holy shit, she feels us too. I'm like, okay, so you're using, you're using that as a tool. I mean, That's yes, exactly it. And we don't get crazy with the gadgets. But what a lot of these new school kids are trying to do is they're trying to come up with the best gadget, the best this, the best that. You got it, and it goes back to and earlier. You got to look back and exactly. research the history of ghost hunting and see how these people. That's your that's your building block, and what does it come down to? A recorder, pen, paper, your body sitting in a room. How many stories have you heard from Holzer in his book about him just sitting in the room with the the client or whoever, and they're picking it up that Harry, way? Harry Harry Price the same way. Another one, but, yes. But, again, this is this all comes back to learning from others, not from what's pablum fed to you. Taking the initiative to go and actually read something. I mean, otherwise, let's, I'm reading a great book on Mumler, you know, spirit photography. You know, on the, I call it the age of great fraud. Phenomenal book. It is phenomenal. And I think to myself, well, okay, let's go back to, the, let's go back to this time period. What is there's two of the most two of the most amazing things in the world the telegraph because you can actually go from one end of the country to the other and photography. Yep. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, somebody figured out how to how to rook the photographer or rook photography. And even though he got off, even though he was charged and all this other stuff, he got off because they couldn't prove it. But it wasn't there yet. Science wasn't there yet. And I think that's so. I think that's what's great about it, because we go out there and we think to ourselves, "I'm not like like with me. I'm not a total believer in anything, you know. Except for I do believe I'll have another beer, and uh, that slice of pizza over there is mine. So don't even look at it, Rob. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, people don't go back that far. People don't want it because, as far as they're concerned, paranormal investigation started, you know. Right around you know the early two thousands, you know, and and that that's that's a shame. I remember going to spirit rescue circles, a group of mediums, and you're standing there, and you're praying, and you're praying, and you're praying, and you're trying to get this contact, and all of a sudden that room just gets heavy, and that barometric pressure drops, and the temperature starts to drop, and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I hope I have extra underwear in the car because I am scared, and all of a sudden you know you you hear this somebody bringing somebody through and you're trying to you know convince it to go on and that's i mean you're not using any of that stuff nobody uses that stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. nobody uses circles no more nobody uses this as you know as part of it nobody uses anything like that to charge a room you know good point they don't use that stuff to charge the room i love doing that no that's a good point nobody row row your boat how many times do we sing that while we're sitting in a room trying to... True, but... But people we, look at it like it's crazy. That's, you know, like... Why, but, why yeah, a couple guests come that? along with you. A couple people are like, ooh, I want to go... And they're like, what in the yeah. shit are you doing? Yeah. 
This is not ghost hunting. This ain't ghost hunting. Where's I the ghost? I didn't see this yeah. on the last but, show I watched. Right. Roll, roll, roll your boat's <laughs> the best way to bring up anything because you're, you're working from love and joy and happiness. Well, so I wonder when, where we learned that from. It must have been one or two Tim Shaw classes. Oh, man. Did I ever give you your money back for that stuff? Because, boy, I'll tell you what. No, it works. <laughs> but really, I mean, you know, people don't realize that. And that's old school stuff. And you can mix it up. You can do it all different ways. And, and the idea is just to keep going. I mean, even like with... Now, even with... I'm not getting down on anybody that makes devices and stuff. Because they're pushing the limit, too. They're trying all different things... In, in the opposite what, in, in what they but but they're being creative. They're trying. They're not following. They're pushing. And that's I mean I give them so much credit. They're really trying to to, to, to push the limits. And that's what everybody's got to remember. You got to push the limits. You can't just status quo is for losers. Loser. <laughs> I'm I'm using the 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 universal loser symbol. But I mean status quo is for losers. It really is. And you know what? Here's the bottom line. Bottom line, bottom line. I'm, I'm going to be done pontificating, and I'll turn the floor over to Allison because she's giving me the stink eye. Uh, Not possible. Boss, bottom line is, you know what? Do what you want to do. But if you want to be good, be creative, push the limits, learn as much as you can, and just keep working and, and, and look for different little goals and little and what you're going to achieve. And don't worry about what somebody else is doing. You know, they're wearing black shirts. That's fine. You know what? I don't. I'll, I'll not wear a black shirt whenever I go, like, in a group just to piss people off. You know? Well, that that white shirt is not going to really show. It's going to give a different hue in IR. Look, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> don't, don't film me. But, I mean... Do it. Be be your own person. Understand, you know, you're not in competition with anybody. What you learn on TV is okay. You can add that into other things, but don't let anything be absolute. There's no absolutes mm -hmm. in this life. There's none, except that Allison is probably the most loveliest person that I have ever met, especially at this table. Although, oh, yeah. although I will say Rob is running a second. It's not a good close second, but... I'll take it. It's it's, it's the <laughs> it's a Lady Gaga wig that's really working it for uh, you. I'm just telling you. But I mean, you have to go and you have to you just and, and don't care what anybody says. Be your own person. Don't go out there and be in competition. Don't take everything. Just just understand that there's no right way. There's no wrong way. But you have to do something. Don't be a cardboard copy of everything that's out there. And don't lock down locations. Oh, that's that that pisses me off. You know why? You know why people lock down locations? First of all, it's money. Money. Oh, I'll come right out and throw it out there. Money. Because it's, it's good it's good revenue. Number two, you lock down a location because I don't want anybody else going in there and ruining it for us. I've been at locations that I was one of the first or second teams to go in. And then I go in about a year and a half later, and the feel is totally different. Why is that? Because you've had this tramping of thousands of people through the door. Yep. And they're leaving their energy and taking other energy, and energies are getting all mushed and, and matted. People lock down these, these, these locations because they think they've got something special. I'm going to be honest with you. There isn't a haunted location out there that's special. Not one. Not one. I have my favorites. But again, I mean, if we want to go and do table tipping with Rob's table here, 
It's a little heavy, but we could. We could, we'll I could. We could do it. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, I've listen. I've seen. I've seen yeah. marble tables coming oh, yeah. off the floor. But if you want to do that, you do it. You know, I mean, it can be done. It can be. This stuff can be done anywhere. And and it, it just. You know, it's like that's fine. But I'm almost. I'm almost at the point where I'm hesitant to do those types of things because I think people get reliant on your ability to do those things and when i say your ability i mean anyone because anyone has the ability to do yeah. that you don't have to be special to be able to special do that. ed maybe oh. you know, <laughs> i i resemble that remark real well <laughs> any of us could i'm do sorry it. i'm sorry anybody could do it anywhere yeah. you know it's not it doesn't take any you know craziness to be able to to make a table move around but i think that when you do something like that at least in my experience like i'm hesitant to keep doing it because then it becomes almost like everywhere you go every time you have an investigation oh nothing's happening we'll do that table tipping thing that you do oh yeah yeah cuz i'm bored <laughs> and i don't want to sit here anymore well i'm i'm not anybody's clown if i don't want to do it i don't do it chances are i don't do it yeah i mean i, I mean i'm at the point right now where i can't remember the last time i did do it and a, that's a big reason because i just feel like people get too reliant on it well they get reliant and, and they expect you to do stuff and you know what and they want you to go and they want you to you know do the song and dance and bring the monkey out and and, and, and entertain them i don't go for that i don't go for that you know what if you sorry whole notes just passed into my head when you said that I, sorry <laughs> it's the bird thing you know Shiny object. It is. It is. <laughs> All I saw was Tim. Like I don't go for that. Nope. 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 Sorry. I don't go for that. I, I, I've, I've got. I've got. I've got the the pompadour. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you 100 percent because in anything you get burned out. You don't want to do that stuff, and you don't want to be the sideshow. That's what I told mediums, like student mediums, before. Don't be the sideshow. Don't do this stuff because oh somebody wants you to do it. Don't do this stuff. Do what do what you feel is right. But then a lot of times mediums go, well, this is my calling card. I mean, even in the early the early days, you know, the, the you know the the, the the so-called golden years. If you go through the newspapers, you have uh, trumpet mediums, you have uh, uh, you have direct voice mediums, and they they go and they advertise what they're good at. You know, well, that's what a lot of people do now. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, you do, you know, Allison, you do table tipping. Not that you can do another goddamn thing. <laughs> just table tipping. So just table tip it, and then when you're done, go. Yeah. <laughs> Take your cookie and leave. And But, but you, I mean, am I right? That's the way you feel sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's why I don't do it. I, and I, I, I'm probably, you know, I, you know I, my detractors are probably right. I'm probably one of the prickiest people in the world, you know. But on the other hand, I mean, I won't do anything that I just don't want to do. And I don't really care if, I don't care if, you know, if, if, if it's a public hunt or not, and I'm, you know, doing mm-hmm. whatever, helping out, I if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And you have to say no to that pe- to people. Because then they become, then they, then they like anything else, they, ex- they expect it from you, and then they go and they, they don't respect it. They don't respect it. And that's, to me, you have to have respect for this. Yeah, and I mean, there's sometimes when I just... Wow, did I get serious? Well, it is Oh, bad. that sucks. That's about the 30 seconds of serious. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's enough. good. We've, that's we hit quota. for the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. I'll get the quota. Yeah. But I think it is, it's an interesting, you know, conundrum to be in because you, you want to keep doing new and interesting things, but you're always kind of faced with, you know, I got to make sure everybody's, you know, involved and, and getting what they want out of this. and you know, Why? I don't know, because I feel like Why? that's just how it is sometimes. Why? 
It's a cop out. Why? I'm gonna put you on the spot. I don't know. No, boy, this I don't is like this. boy. This is the. We're supposed to be asking you questions. I'm, I'm sorry. This, this is this is the instructor in me. Why? <laughs> I'm thinking of an answer. Give me your pen, right? <laughs> let's, let's help her out on this one. I'll, here's here's the thing. You're not responsible for anybody else but yourself. You always got to remember that. And whether or not you're like a leader of a group or you're in a group, here's the thing. You're responsible for yourself and the story. As a leader, you can set up the hunt. You can develop a couple of demonstrations, experiments to do. But in the long run, after that, your responsibility is gone. And that's what you have to remember. You, the, you ask yourself why. I mean, I ask myself constantly. Do you know how many times I'll say, yeah, I'll do it. I hang up the phone. My wife looks at me. I go, oh, why the hell did I do that? You know, <laughs> because it's like I feel, right. I feel that I'm responsible that I should do this. Like when you wanted to come and do this Parabattle episode with us? Listen, listen. <laughs> Jeff, gave, Jeff, gave me, Jeff gave me some cash and some Timbits. Well, you know what? I'm there for the donuts and coffee and beer. Oh, I can be bought real easy. But no, I mean, really, you have to think about it. You have to really go why. Now, I think in that article, that that blog entry yes. I wrote, I, I, I really have to ask why. Why are you in this? Why are you in this? You know? And, I, you know, a lot of people, fine, a lot of people learn for the thrill ride, but be honest with yourself. Because I, I, I've met some of the worst, very worst paranormal investigators out there that were, they thought they were so serious, and yet they were in there really only for the thrill. They weren't there to help people. They weren't... Uh, they could care less about uh, uh, follow through and all the stuff that good paranormal investigators do. You guys do. You know how to, you know what I'm talking about. Pre-interviews, interviews, then follow throughs after the investigation, and then six-month follow throughs. They don't care. They don't care. And just be honest with yourself. Just say, hey, this is what I'm doing, and you know this is why I'm doing it. But some of it is thrill-seeking. Oh yeah, nothing better. Nothing better than nothing better uh, getting shoved down a flight of stairs, or, or getting scratched and looking over there and going, "Damn it, he got That's me!" That's what I came looking for, and I got it. Yeah. Sorry, ghost scratches me. We got problems. <laughs> I know your three foot your three foot space is invaded by something you can't see. Wow. You feel it though. Wow. Wow. You know what? I'm, I'm a little bit too close to you, Allison. I'm just, you know, put those numbers. There's some thrill seeking involved in this series. I, I mean, yeah. Do we do it because? We like doing it absolutely. I would. I, I'll fess up to that. I want to go into a location and have havoc. I think that would be the best part because that's given us something to bite into. It's given us that. But does, but, but but not everybody is like that. No, I understand what you're saying. No, I mean you have a little bit something. Yeah, we all like that stuff. You know, we all like being successful at it. But then at the end, you sit there and you internalize it. You actually well, think why? about it. Why is this what happened? What, why did it happen? What triggered that? What, what, we get what? a page and a half emails the next day. Like, <laughs> exactly, but exactly. Yeah. How many people do that? No. You know what they do? They, 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 send, they, they email each other uh, EVPs. And most of the ones... I love when they send me a lot of the EVPs. <laughs> and I go and I... And of course, I'm, you know... Sleeping? I, or, I don't know. Recliner? I, pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> I do have pants on usually. But because the laptop's on my, on my lap and we don't want to burn anything. But, you know, but I mean, you hear like somebody's stomach growl. It's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. You know, or, that's a demon. That's a demon. <laughs> there oh, demon. You got the demon out today. <laughs> Always yeah. a demon. Yep. But you're, you're exactly right. But I mean, you've got to take of... it. You take it and you, you, you internalize it and you think about it. 
you're not a hollow shell. And yeah, everybody's got stuff that, you know, oh, I got so much other stuff I got to think about. Well, that's, you know, well and good. Right. But what are you doing with all this stuff? That's the other thing I always, that really kind of, you know, you know, swings my willy in the wrong direction. I, I got to tell you that, uh, uh, what do you do with this stuff? How many people get, I don't know how many people get these great EVPs or, 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 or they have these peak experiences. And then, you know, then they don't do anything with it. Yeah. They do nothing with it. They don't realize that it is, it is what it is. Yeah, who cares? You know, yeah, it was great, yeah. Well, you know what? Why, instead, instead of ghost hunting, why don't you guys just go to a fun house? You know, go to a haunted house. Really. Because what are you doing with that stuff? I mean, I get something that's like that and go, holy crap. I just, we got something at uh, uh, Rolling Hills. I put it on Curiosity. It was so great. I made it to Class A. It was great. I share it. I don't mm-hmm. care. Listen, you want to you want to go and send it to uh, some people in Michigan. Listen, they're probably the same people that that run the <laughs> audio department up at U of U of M, and you know, go and go and find out which octave it is or what frequency it's coming down on. I don't care. Rip it apart. But that's the whole idea behind it. Well, yeah. Rip it apart. I don't care. I don't take it personally. You know what? Prove me wrong. Excellent. Because you know why. I don't really care, but it kept you busy. And you know what? I'm happy that I'm seriously. It's like my Labrador retriever. I keep her busy. Her brain works. I'm very happy about it. And you know, I don't care if it if they do it or not. I, I don't. You know, I don't care if she goes and she, you know, she spends an hour trying to find you know a bone or something to bring me. It's the same thing with these these people that 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 find this stuff or have these peak experiences. Go and just send it out. You want. I don't get offended when people do that. A lot of people do because they link their ego, their self worth. Took the words out of my mouth. That's where I was to going. This and and I'm gonna and and, and I got some nasty. Uh, I, got, I got I got three nasty uh, messages from the blog because I called paranormal investigating a air quote hobby. Oh yeah, you did. And <laughs> ooh, Allison, thank you for sending me that email. <laughs> but. I didn't take offense to it though, because I believe the same thing that you do. But I mean, it's, it's a hobby. It is. It's not. Listen, it's a fun it's, thing to do on a Friday night. And, you know? and it's not. It's not. Most people out there aren't doing anything scientific. Mm-hmm. Most people out there, and I hate to say it, and forgive me, but a lot of people that are in this don't know what scientific method is. You know, the repeatability of the experiment, and in paranormal, that's almost unheard of to get the thing to do the same thing twice. Right. You know, sometimes you can, but a lot of most times you can't. But people don't get that. People don't understand that there's so many natural, organic reasons why something might occur. Vibrations or whatever. Uh, you know, people don't understand that. And people don't want to learn it. And again, I mean, I, you know, it's... People... None of you are professionals at this. I'm, I know very few scientists that are actually involved in paranormal investigation. Because of that, they can't repeat... It's so frustrating, mm-hmm. but yet I do know some people that are that that are very very scientifically minded that are involved, and they really go out of their way to to really do something with what they get. Break it down, and, analyze yeah. it, chop it up. Isn't that cool to do that? I mean, maybe no, Tim. It's just you, and you're weird. We didn't want to say that. <laughs> but no, is it more money? What? No, <laughs> well, no, really. Just, no, it, it it is because. It, you, you went with the ego thing, attached it. I call it the ego archive. You know, they, who's got the best EVPs? Um, 
there are times that we sit down with our pictures and our EVPs and we've done it in a group or we've done it solo or whatever and we have done the email thing because you know and we'll beat each other down until some decision comes out of it and we'll figure out every angle and try to just tear it apart and you don't always win those battles no you can't. within a group you don't win those battles and you only take what we think represents um you know something unnatural you know right it's occurring not something that we could tear apart so you're right in the sense that a lot of these groups will well that stomach growl was something i have never heard that over here that but listen to this evp well that's why meetups never work because people can't put their egos away. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch. That is a whole nother faction of paranormal. But it is. I mean, if you think about it, as as a person that's a researcher, you should want to be around other researchers. That is the whole, like, crux of what this is. Like, I want to know what you're doing and what techniques you're using and what kind of, you know, evidence you're gathering. You should want to know those things. But you get into these situations where you go to, you know, a con or you go to a meetup, and it's like a pissing contest. It's it like, is. here's my monitor at my table. Look at all the cool stuff I got. Oh, you don't have anything like I do. You don't even want to go over there, people, and visit that table. You just want to sit right here and talk to me because I'm the coolest. And because I, I have orbs. And I have my <laughs> Yeah, and this is all my cool stuff. And it's a shame that it's like that because... But it is like that. It is. But I think that's human nature, unfortunately. And I think that's, that uh, uh, it's, it's harder... To break out of that shell. And I mean, I feel bad for people who are genuinely interested in it and have no other recourse but to go to a, you know, a, a group like that. And then they get totally turned off because of the fact that it's like, oh my God. You know? I mean, I don't know how many times I've done... See, I Listen, I don't play well with others. And I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll put it right out there. I mean, I'm the guy that you don't want in your group. You know? You really don't. Because I'm just I'm one of those guys that's just like, well, but again, look what you got there? That 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 right there says it all. Because you have the knowledge, you've done your homework, you've put your time in, and you understand what you're talking about. You you have been around it so long, and someone new coming into this, this paranormal field, they should want to latch on to people like that. But it's and it's harder, I think, too, because. We're all misfits. That's why we ended up doing this. We're all I little knew it. Right. I knew that when I opened up the when, I, when Rob opened up the door to this apartment, this was the land of misfit toys. It's true though. We're all a little not right, which is why we <laughs> investigate this stuff in the first place. So again, it's a reason for everybody to come together about that. Like the outside society already tears us apart for doing this. You know, they already make fun oh, of it. Yeah. They already think it's a bunch of crap. You know, yeah. Yeah, sure. you're already coming in under. Right. We get enough of that from people outside of what it is that we do. It's the worst, though, when you get that from people inside what you do. It's like, let, let the people on the outside, but it's, you know, you know tear it's, things it's, apart. It's, it's, it's human nature. When I was active in the churches, when I was really active in the churches, you know, I, I mean, I used to attend three services on a Sunday. I mean, I, I was... That's a lot. And that was ridiculous, I know. But I mean, I was, I was honing my my. Did we have chicken shit. after? No. No, no they had anything good. Sunday churches. <clears throat> nope. But what I found was a hierarchy in each one of these churches. And you were okay so long as you towed the company line and you were part of what it was. And me being the misfit that I am and actually questioning and like... Not taking, you know, not going and, and being pablum fed, mm-hmm. and having different experiences, 
Well, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you don't really, maybe you shouldn't come anymore. Maybe you shouldn't come to this place anymore. And it's the same thing if you're in a bowling league. It's the same thing if you... If you're in a stamp right. club, it's the right. same thing. Human people, or human nature is what it is, human nature. And it's a lot of people are, you know, it's that big alpha male, alpha person that's trying to always lead. You know, they, they want that. And then you got somebody like me that's just like, I really don't care who's leading it, and I don't really care what you're doing or whatever. This is what I know, and I'm not going to be quiet. But the ultimate goal hasn't been reached in the current normal. No, absolutely not. Not so, even close. I'm still the big dog on campus because, well, you haven't gotten there, so I still have my chance to get there. So stop me. You know, F you. I'm, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'm going to be the best one that there is. And that drives all these groups. Yeah. That was harsh. Well, <laughs> it's not harsh. It's, well, it's, 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 you know, he's speaking, he's speaking a lot of truth. I mean, again, like somebody like me, I just... I mean, somebody like me, I just go and I just don't really care. Again, I mean, I'm just, I'm right. not in competition. And it was tough, especially in the churches. I mean, it was it was tough because you had all the little pissing groups and you had all the, the student mediums, you had this and that. And I mean, I've been classically trained, but you turn around and you're not doing it within the within the confines of what they're telling you or the confines of their belief system. Okay, you got to go. And... You've got to decide for yourself where you fit. And, you know, like with me, again, I'm classic when it comes to, like, you know, I just don't, I, if I don't like you, you won't see me. You know, if I don't feel comfortable, you, I won't be back. Uh, if I feel comfortable, I'll be back. I'll hang out with you guys or whatever. But don't, but do me one favor. Don't, like, put, give me full membership in anything anymore. Don't give me voting rights anymore. Don't give me anything that, like, I have... You know, that I'm like part of the organization because you, because I'm going to tell you what I think and then everybody's going to be crying and, you know, and then people will be wailing and <laughs> gnashing their teeth and stuff. And, you know, we're going to be looking at things of biblical proportioning, proportions happening. But I mean, but, but you know what I mean? It's just people don't understand that. People, you just got to be able to, you've got to be able to go and function as I used to always call it rugged individualism because it's really hard to be an individual in this world. And it's even harder when we do it in the confines of the paranormal world or the metaphysical world. You know, it, being an individual takes work. And it takes time. Absolutely. And it takes, you know, growing thick skin because everybody's going to hate you at least once in their lives. And you've got to realize that. And once you realize that and you just keep on going, you become, you end up, becoming a survivor and you see everybody starting to drop away i mean i've i've been doing this since like i told you I had my first schooling back years ago and then i've been seriously doing this over 30 years and i'm still here whereas so many are gone now why is that because i'm not a follower exactly and with that we're going to take a quick break a bathroom break Absolutely. Excellent. Um, because it's outside I, to the left. Because I had taco salad. Oh. <laughs> but we'll be right back with Tim Shaw, Rob, Allison, and me, the Parababble. Reach out to us and love you guys. Let's do our thing. <laughs> 